Welcome to Vallejo's Community Presbyterian Church Sermon Podcast on Sunday, January 26, 2020. The Reverend Wendy Kamori Stager is preaching. The message is being the light in dark places. The Old Testament scripture this morning is Micah chapter 6, verses 1 through 8, and the New Testament lesson is Matthew 5, verses 13 through 16. Please join me in a word of prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, surround us with your presence, for we seek you and need you to interpret and guide our thoughts and feelings, our reactions and our responses as we seek God's wisdom for our lives. Help us to open our hearts and lives to you and fill us with your will. Amen. So when you think of a deeply spiritual person, what do you picture? I don't know what you picture, but if you type this into Google image search, you often get somebody who looks like this. Right? Or, 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 off, or, or, you, get this, or you get this image. Right? Like they look like they're at yoga class. And very often there's like a, a nature in the background, like they're, they're doing this at the edge of like the cliff on the ocean, and you think, that's not where I do yoga, like the ground's too uneven. Yeah. And often they're solitary. Right? Um, and in our, we're doing this series on making space for God, and we are reminded that indeed each of us do need time to be with God in those deeply sort of spiritual ways. We talked about how we need time to be with God and to allow God to be with us, that we are human beings and not human doings. Because we're talking about making space for God, it makes me do my own discipline. And so I have been uh, working harder at getting up in the morning to go journal so that I'm not hypocritical as I invite the rest of us to be in this act of prayer and spiritual discipline. But then I got to thinking, does this prayer thing solve anything and everything? Right? Prayers start to feel really empty after there's been yet another mass shooting. Our thoughts and prayers aren't solving this violence. And the thoughts and prayers start to feel empty and certainly not enough. And yet we do continue to pray, both here in community and on our own, to seek God in the pain and the hope for a better future. But I think we need some action as well. So now on the other side, imagine the person who's pursuing action and activism. What do they look like? Again, you can type this image into uh, Google image search, and the people who pop up are people like Greta Thunberg, who's an environmental advocate as a teenager. Often there are images of her with a microphone in her face and surrounded by people who are carrying signs. She's known for the powerful words that she speaks to people in power, many of them much older than she is. The 
Perhaps another action and justice seeker you might think of is Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., whose work for justice we hold up and even now have a holiday for. We remember that he helped to organize thousands of people to join in a march on Washington for jobs and freedom. And we think of him as one who is seeking justice. But here's the thing. I think we too often separate these images into those spiritual people who pray and the activists who are out marching. And perhaps we categorize our organizations that way. Oh, that's a sanctuary, a place for prayer. And this is an advocacy organization. Perhaps we separate our friends like that. Oh, that's the person I would call to pray, and that's the person that I would call if I knew where the next march is going to be. And you can tell, because they show up on social media, the people who are putting out nice pictures of candles and the people who are putting out the, you know, uh, I'm fundraising for this particular cause. But when we divide up the world into the spiritual people who pray and the activist justice seekers, and when I say we, I'm preaching to myself here. This is an, this is an I, I sermon too. Because I can then put myself in one camp or the other, and in doing so, let myself off the hook for the other piece. Oh, I'm really good at praying, so I'll keep praying, and I'll let those active people go do the active thing over there. That's more where I land, right? But I also know people who are like, I can't do that worship and prayer thing. It's boring. I'm going to get out and do something and change the world. And this is not the time that we need to be saying, right, choose your strength and your spiritual gift and just stay in that bubble. For our scripture today uses, I think the key word in this whole thing is the and, I know it's a conjunction, conjunction, junction, what's your function? It's the hooking up words and phrases and clauses, right? In this familiar text today from Micah, right, it's that conjunction of putting all these things together. It's to do justice and love kindness and walk humbly with your God. Micah does not give us a choice to be either the person who does justice or the person who walks humbly. No, no, no. It's and. All of this goes together. The and makes sure that the justice is never separate from the kindness. And both of those are not separate from recognizing that God remains God and that we have some humility as fallen human beings in the face of God. This passage from Michael also challenges, Micah challenges us to be faithful, each and every one of, one of us, as a whole person, to be about justice and kindness and loving God. In other words, we need both the spiritual contemplation and the action and activism. The Catholic Franciscan priest Richard Rohr is the dominant voice for this both and 
theology, he actually founded a center called the Center for Action and Contemplation in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The mission of this center is to open the door for a critical mass of spiritual seekers to experience the transformative wisdom of the Christian contemplative tradition, right, prayer, and nurture its emergence to the reality of our world. Among their core principles is that the teaching of Jesus is the central reference point because Jesus himself embodied in, in one person the ability to do justice and love kindness and to walk humbly with God. It's not like there's three messiahs. There's one messiah. There's one Jesus who is able and shows us to do all of these things. I also you know, appreciate that it's firmly rooted in the Christian tradition, but it's not limited by the Christian tradition. One of the other core principles that Richard Rohr writes about is that we need a contemplative mind in order to do compassionate action. That the compassion can't get separated from sometimes that we allow God to be with us and us to be with God. And this last core principle, principle number eight, is we don't think our way into a new way of living. We live ourselves into a new way of being. Right? We can't just sit in a corner with a candle and have our lives change because there's this circular flow between some time to remove and reflect and then to engage in the world. And then in engaging in the world, stepping back and going, what is it that we're noticing? What is it that we're feeling? What is it that makes us mad? And this is not a pattern that is only for the prayer warriors or the activists. It's for all of us. For indeed, all of us are called to do justice and love kindness and walk humbly with our God. This also connects with our New Testament passage for justice and kindness and humility before God are the opportunities for being salt and light in our dark world. The opportunity to seek justice isn't only... Um, was that right? Isn't only as a way to be kind to the people that you already like. Justice is recognizing the inequality. It's recognizing those who feel ignored, those who get trampled upon, those who get mistreated in any unequal society. And I think we have an unequal society. So here's what I think that this looks like. I wanted to give you some examples of what it looks like to kind of integrate this. Things that would happen here and now in 2020 in the cities of Vallejo and Benicia and American Canyon and, and Napa of putting contemplation and action and contemplation together. For example, what if you're overhearing a complaint in a slow checkout line at the grocery store or at the mall or wherever we go to shop these days, right? And you start to feel exasperated, like, ugh, this is taking so long. None of you ever feel that way. That's just me, right? Okay. Right? If you take a moment to pray and contemplate, right, and, 
and get rise some compassion and some kindness, right, you might start to see the person who is serving you as somebody who perhaps, right, has some needs. Perhaps he or she is working a second shift at a retail job in order to make ends meet. Maybe this person doesn't even have health insurance because they're pulling pieces together. Maybe there's some injustice in our world about who, ha- who gets certain kinds of jobs in education and who doesn't so that who's serving you has landed in that particular role. And so in recognizing that, could it give birth to some kindness? That instead of looking with exasperation of, wow, I wish this person could work faster, to extend some kindness to go, hey, it's been a long day, hasn't it? And in doing so, right, recognize with humility before God that you're a child of God and that other person is a child of God. And we're in this messy life together. Here's another example. There are people that we meet for whom English is not their first language, right? And sometimes they're there and they're apologizing for their poor communication. And it's hard to communicate when you hear something with an accent, right? But what would it look like to say, wow, put yourself in the other person's shoes. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you've been in a foreign country and you go, wow, there are times I've had a hard time communicating, right? And so to extend with compassion to that person, perhaps even to affirm them rather than be frustrated, to affirm them, well, hey, your English is so much better than my Spanish, (laughs) right? And to recognize how hard that person is trying. Kindness. Combined with the justice to know that if English is not your dominant language, it's harder for you to get by in this world. Last one, maybe imagine someone who you know faces ongoing microaggressions of injustice. We talked about this in our anti-racism class, that it's not always the biggest thing. It's the repetition of disdainful looks, of mistrust, Maybe that's due to the color of somebody's skin, but also it happens with hairstyle. It happens with body shape. It happens if you've got a different gender expression. It happens with age. And to step back with contemplation and to say we all have bodies and they're all a little bit different, that I'm a child of God, and that person is a child of God, and we don't know what he or she is struggling with. And so to be gentle and kind, especially to those who get stepped on in society, becomes an act of micro-justice rather than an act of a micro-aggression. And in that way, we don't have to go on a march to do justice. We can do justice with our daily actions. The last thing I'd point out is that in this piece of being light in the world, you're not doing light. You are being light. Right? This is not one more thing to add to your to-do list. This is not something you have to put in your calendar. It's a part of being. And so if your very beingness of knowing that you are a part of God 
God is a part of you. God's love is in your life. God's love spreads from you. Then you become that light. You don't try very hard at it, but you become that light. And the justice part is to become that light in the dark places, in the hard moments. And those hard moments, they happen every day for people all around us. And so our call, indeed, is to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with our God today and every day. Amen. You have been listening to Community Presbyterian Church Sermon Podcast. To learn more about Community Presbyterian Church and its ministries, Come visit us at 2800 Georgia Street in Vallejo, California. Or visit our website, cpcvallejo.org. You can also email us at cpcvallejo at sbcglobal.net. Have a blessed day.